Hey gang, it's Daphne. I'm happy to bring you the second half of the first part of the Pam Hupp story. I cut it off pretty randomly last week, so we're jumping right in where Russ is being questioned by the police. Enjoy! And this is like, he he gets home at like 9.48 something that evening. Okay. So it's like, you know, he goes back with the police at like 10 o'clock at night and then is questioned for 10 and a half hours. Oh, okay. So wait, when did he find her? Hold um, on, I think I need, I think you explained this perfectly, <laughs> however, in my brain, I think I just need to write down a timeline. You need some so, times? Yeah, so okay. what time did Betsy and Pam call Pam's hus- husband? I believe it was 7.04 p.m. P.m.? Yes. This okay. is an evening thing. I'm really glad that I'm now clarifying because I thought, like, <laughs> they came home at, like, noon. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay, so 7 p.m. 7 p.m. 7.04 p.m. for the... Call. Okay. For the message left at Pam's husband's phone. And then when did Russell get home? Russ got home, I believe, at like 9.48, something like that. Okay. Or like that's, yeah, something like that, 9.48. And so they said that she had been dead about two hours, so that would put it at about 8 o'clock. Right. Okay. Or, you know. Between 7 and 8. Yeah, yeah somewhere between 7 and 8. Mm-hmm. I am going to give you a, a timeline for Russ here in a second. Okay. I didn't. No, sorry. I was just getting this timeline and then I'll confirm no, 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 for sure, in my for brain. Sure. Yep, for sure. I'm not under regular influence, so I <laughs> right. need a visual. <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> so. Right, and I'm looking at my notes, so. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, let's talk about Russ's evening a little bit. Okay. I don't have, a like, exact times for this, but I do for, like, Anyway, I'm just going to keep going. Okay. <laughs> so, this is all, we've got video, we have time-stamped receipts. Okay. This is all kind of Russ's alibi now. So, this okay. is the evening that he's being questioned about, and, you know, obviously his, everything else with Bessie, I'm sure, but uh, his... I'm really into this. This is his alibi for okay. the evening. Yeah, this is, I'm told, telling you, this is crazy, and it's just going to get crazier. Okay. I think we're going to end up doing a part two for this, and it's just going to get crazier. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, no. okay. yeah. So, he... this is Russ's alibi. He's down at the police station. He's being questioned. Uh, this is that same night that he finds Betsy. So, mm-hmm. he's telling the police his evening. Mm-hmm. And his story has never changed. Okay. Just to throw that out there. <clears throat> Tuck that away in your brain. Okay. Put a pin in it. <laughs> Put a pin in it, okay. yeah. So he leaves his home that evening to head to his little game night with his... Mm. I don't know why I keep saying his little game night as if... I feel like that might be kind of condescending. I have game nights with my friends. It's a blast. Yeah. He's going to his... That's just... I say that for everything yeah. sometimes. <laughs> little shindig. Little. Yeah. This yeah. is all his, for his buddies. Yeah. So he's going to his game night. So mm. first... Oh, there's another reason why this is important. I'll okay. get to it in a minute. <laughs> okay. So he... Goes to get gas. At what so he time? goes to one gas station to get gas. This is like five in the evening, I think. Okay, and he's got the receipt for the gas. Yes, okay. or CCTV footage or something from okay, the gas station. Okay, there's proof that he was at the gas station. Yes, okay. that all these stops I'm about to tell you, proven by some kind okay. of either a timestamp receipt or a video or both. Okay. Uh, so he goes to get gas at the gas station. He goes to another gas station to get cigarettes. So it's kind of like, why did he go to another gas station? I don't know. But then he says at some point that the cigarettes were 60 cents cheaper. Right. There, We have that here. 
Illinois versus Indiana. Oh, yeah. I was going to say. I, <laughs> and my uh, fiance goes out of the way to get cigarettes. Oh, for sure. So that's not something to me that's completely out of character. Um, right. My right, dad right, goes right. to Indiana for cigarettes. And I remember when I when I was a carny, um, they you would. You can't say that and not explain <laughs> it. You were not a carny. I mean, I wasn't not a carny. You weren't not a carny. That's true. But you also weren't a carny. What is the definition of a carny? What did you do in this carnival? Why don't you tell me what you did? We'll let the people decide. (laughs) I usually did um, ticket booth. So like uh, the wristbands and all that stuff. Um, I did games for a few months when we were just going to like local places. But this is like kind a, of local because this like it's is like a Kentucky. fun fall festival carnival kind of. No. no, this is North American Midway Entertainment. This is the one that goes from Florida up to Michigan and back down to Florida and does like Kentucky State Fair. Like this is like a yeah, like the one that's in the parking lot at the mall across from much much larger, <gasps> like larger. on a very large scale. Oh, I think the guy I worked for. I can't say his name, but I believe when I left, he owned a lot, like, yeah. politics of this stuff, but he owned probably, like, um, over a hundred between rides and games, and then the food trucks were usually independent. Yeah. Um, yeah. And a lot of the people that worked for him um, were not really given the best deal, but it, they, they were okay. Sure. Um, but, I mean, like, you know, I was working as a carnival but yeah there was games um the rides that's see that seems when i think mm-hmm. carney i probably would associate that more with like the one that's in the parking lot okay yeah these are the ones that like take up the entire fairgrounds right this sounds like this mm-hmm. is like a fully functioning operation it's like the fair like the, <laughs> yeah. the county fair yeah right 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 mm-hmm. okay how do we what we how do we get there i said uh i don't know back to pam Oh, we were talking about the cigarettes. Oh, yeah. And they um, they didn't make a whole lot of money there. And they had, like, a lot of expenses. And this the carny like, place? Uh, yeah, being a carny. <laughs> and back, granted, this was back in, like, the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. So, like, it was a different time. Um, but they would, because I had a car, mm-hmm. and none of them had a car. So I would always drive them to, like, the gas stations right over the border into Indiana or into Kentucky, because they're a little bit cheaper in Kentucky than they are in Indiana as well. Oh, my gosh. So, like, we would always play the game of where the cigarettes were cheapest. That's hilarious. Yeah. So... <laughs> That's so funny. And I uh, never even smoked. I was just about to say you don't even smoke cigarettes. I know. I mean, I smoke... uh, I don't either. No. (laughs) I smoke other things. Yeah. Obviously. Obviously. (laughs) Anyway. Oh, yeah. So he he goes to the one gas station to get gas. He goes to the other gas station Mm. to get cigarettes. Then he goes to get dog food. Okay. Sure. Yeah. He has a, oh, it. Well, he mentioned later on he had a, a rewards program with this one specific dog food store, which, cool. same. Yeah. And then he goes to get iced tea at another gas station. And then he goes to game night, and all his friends from game night obviously, like, corroborate mm-hmm. him. Cor- I always feel like I say that wrong, but that's the best I can say it. Cor- corroborate. Yeah. Stop. Collaborate and listen. There you go. <laughs> it took me a second. I was getting there. My brain was not going as fast as my mouth was. Um, so. Also, once again, 
I am not going to judge him for going to the third gas station. Right, because I would have done the same thing. Because one, I was going to a party. Right. And I am weirdly a control freak about really random things. <laughs> and I prefer Mr. Pibb <laughs> over Dr. Pepper. Unless it's McDonald's Dr. Pepper. Uh-huh. So if you go to like gas stations, they usually have Pib Extra. Oh my gosh, you're absolutely right. And so I will not completely judge him. And also certain gas stations right. have different sweet teas. Right. But like if you're going to a party, yeah, okay. Right, right, right. right. Drink your Mountain Dew and <laughs> relax. Drink your Mountain Dew and relax. Said nobody ever, literally. <laughs> oh my god, okay. Oh my gosh, you're right. Oh, what am I right I don't know. <laughs> What's okay, so yeah, so he gets the tea, which like, I mean, I we, samesies, I cannot tell you how many times I've been like, oh god, I should have gotten this earlier, but I really want some sweet tea right now, blah blah blah. Anyway, so he goes to game night, they play D&D, they're smoking a little bit of weed, okay. they're drinking a little bit, whatever. It's which, his buddies. And this is coming from two regular uh, partakers. Sure. Can I call us stoners? Yeah. Is that fair? I'd say. Uh, weed has never made me want to do anything crazy. If no. anything, it makes yeah. me want to just chill and take a nap. Right. I took the totally best bonkers. weed nap today for about three hours. <laughs> and I took the worst one the other day. Oh, yeah. You were sure. recording. <laughs> I didn't even know there was anything wrong with you. I literally like oh. was talking, doing my first half of the episode, and you just hit pause, and you're like, I have to go to bed. <laughs> I, I can't do this. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. Um, but anyways, I die. Yeah. I've never wanted to do anything uh, no, yeah. violent. Or I have never like and they didn't lost even, control. Right. They didn't they didn't take that angle on this mm-hmm. really. I mean they okay. what they said about it in the mm-hmm. trial was like I know there's a bug like buzzing on the freaking it's a gross, enormous beetle buzzing on my screen. I don't know if you'll be able to hear it. Probably, actually. <gasps> What did you think that was going to do? <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was going to scare him more than that. Um, how they did use that against him in the trial was basically like... Oh, okay. Okay, okay, okay. I'm the Beatles. <laughs> so how they used that against him in the trial oh. later on was basically that... Oh, she had cancer and you smoked weed around her? Like, that's so messed up. And he was like, I didn't even smoke weed at the house. Like, so nobody would listen to him about that. They just yeah. kind of, like, talked to him about it. But, yeah. Um. So, anyway, so he's at that game night, whatever. Then he has, on his way home that evening, everybody at the game night says, yeah, he left here around 9 o'clock. So he was there from, like, 6 when he got there. Right. Until, until 9 o'clock. 9. Okay. His I'm pretty sure his phone records align with that. Okay. Actually, yeah, I'm positive his phone records align with that. Mm-hmm. So then he goes to Arby's. He gets a, like, two-person meal, assuming he's going to bring it home to Betsy. Because okay. he got, like, two hamburgers, two fries, whatever. Yeah. Which, I love Arby's. Yeah. I love Arby's. <laughs> Didn't you just have a shirt on the other day? What did it say? I have a shirt with this. It's like a skull with flames and a dagger through it. And it says, I'm not afraid of going to hell. I've eaten at Arby's. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I don't even understand it, but I love it. It's my favorite shirt, and I don't even eat meat, really. Mm-hmm. But What do you get from the Arby's? Curly fries, oh, that's so good. and they're a Jamocha shake. Oh, delicious. So good. I delicious, delicious, delicious. No, I really want Arby's. <laughs> I really also want Arby's too. <laughs> and I can't have it. I know. So yeah. We have a timestamp received from Arby's uh-huh. of Russ making that purchase. Yeah. And then he gets home and the next timestamp thing is the phone call. The nine one one call. Uh at the end of this ten and a half hours of questioning. He is given a polygraph test, which he fails. Quote, unquote, he fails. I know we've already talked about polygraphs, but just in case nobody remembers, (laughs) I do not stand polygraphs. There's, yeah, there's, that's, it's ridiculous. And especially in these conditions, having been questioned for that long, having been through a traumatic event. Mm -hmm. um, He's probably tired. He's He's exhausted. He's emotional. He's freaking out. He's He's like, do I need a lawyer? Like, what's going on? Yeah. And also the, uh camera footage Mm -hmm. from the polygraph Mm -hmm. like you know they're in the station so it was recorded Mm -hmm. was never produced because the camera was broken that day I always hate that sure right Right. so 6am the next day Russ is released at that point Okay. the police go to question Pam because Pam is the last person to see Betsy alive at this point right 6 a.m. they go question Pam. She's in her, like, pajamas. Her hair's wet from taking a shower. Put a pin in that information. Okay. Uh, As the police are questioning her, she has a wildly inconsistent story. And the TV show really captures it really well. And the TV show, the script for the TV show is, like, almost word for word. And it is so astounding. It's just astounding, this woman. Like, you have to watch it. Anyway, lots of inconsistencies with the police. Stuff like, first she says, oh, I, I dropped Betsy off. Betsy got out of the car and she went in the house. You know, a couple minutes later she says, well, I just stepped in the house with Betsy for a few moments. And then the cops were like, well, wait, didn't you just tell us that you... She walked inside. She got... She, yeah. You didn't go in the house? And Pam's like, oh, silly me. I just... I must have just mixed that up. We made that phone call in the car, mm-hmm. but then I did go step into her house for a few minutes. Later on, she says something along the lines of, yeah, and then me and Betsy watched a movie. And they're like, wait a minute. Didn't you just say that you were only there for a couple minutes? And she's like, oh, it wasn't a movie. It was just a show. It was just a show. It wasn't very long. Right. So what the hell are you talking about, lady? Back and forth, back and forth, back and Pam's forth. Pam's a sham. Pam is most definitely a sham. And not, dare I say, a sham wow. No. She ain't no sham wow. God forbid. No. She just a sham. <laughs> just a sham. So, another inconsistency okay. uh, were the f- times of the phone calls. Okay. So, the police are, like, looking at her phone physically, sitting there at her house talking to her at 6 a.m. the next morning. This okay. is thir- Wednesday morning. Okay. Uh, there's, like, uh, like, let's say it takes 45 minutes to get from, maybe, maybe 35 minutes to get from... 
Betsy's house to Pam's house. Mm-hmm. Pam says, I called Betsy. I left Betsy at this time. I called Betsy when I got home. And they're like, wait, but that's only a 20-minute difference. So... How could you have Did done you... That? That's not possible. Right. Yeah. So she says, oh, I mean, I, I called her when I was home free. Like, when I knew where I was. Because sometimes I didn't know how to get from her house to my house. And it's like, well, wait a minute. You just have been telling us about how you've been driving her back and forth to chemo. You've been doing all this stuff to help her. You've been such a good friend of the family. How did you not know for sure how to get back and forth? What? So, (laughs) embarrassingly, I am terribly directionally challenged. Okay, sure. So, of all, not that I'm standing up for anything else that happened, but on that quick note... And I you feel live like it. 45 minutes away. Yeah. I feel it. I feel like that's. But this is, I'm talking like multiple times a week for two years. Okay. Okay. I can confidently say it would probably take me six months to learn yeah. a fairly simple <laughs> route. Right. Which is so embarrassing, but it is yeah. what it is. Uh, this is definitely. <laughs> This is definitely, there's no way she did not know. Yeah. Like, totally nonsense. Mm-hmm. So they called her out on it, and she's mm-hmm. like, oh, I actually just kind of have a hard time seeing in mm-hmm. the dark, whatever. There was a couple more weird inconsistencies with phone calls and timing. Okay. And then she's like, and then I got home from Betsy's, and I took a shower. And they're like, well, wait a minute. You clearly just got out of the shower. Like, your hair is still wet. Yeah. You're saying you showered last night and then again this morning? And she's like... Yeah, I just I used to know people that, that did that though. I used to know people that did that too, and I but it was I think weird. it's also not something that a lot of okay. people do. Okay, I really don't think it is. Right. I don't always, actually. Yeah, I it was. They thought it was it. weird. The police yeah. thought it was weird. Okay, good. I'm with the police. Me too. And I'm not stinky. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just want to clarify. Right. So, the whole shower thing's weird. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, the police thought it is definitely a, a something to be like, hmm, at. Stay or stinky. an inconsistency. Stay stinky. So, uh, you know, there was a couple other phones. I'm not going to go over all of them. But it was, like, shockingly inconsistent. And the police are just like, oh, okay, like, hmm, whatever. And Pam claims that that filing cabinet incident left her with a brain injury that gave her memory problems. Oh, this these memory problems, these memory problems. Sometimes she's like, oh, I have a medical condition that gives me memory problems. Yada, 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 yada. So then Pam is, you know, answering their questions. She's telling them about her relationship with Betsy. They were best friends, mm-hmm. you know, da, 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 da. Uh, she starts to claim that Betsy and Russ's marriage was on the rocks. She Ooh, okay. uh, kind of points a finger at Russ as being violent. Uh, there's She brings up this uh, crazy incident where she claims Betsy tells her that Russ invented this new game or like had played this new game with her quote-unquote where Russ put a pillow over Betsy's face like while she was asleep she woke like Betsy woke up to him with a pillow over her face and Russ was like that's what it's gonna feel like when you die or like I wanted you to feel like 
what it was like to die or something like that. What? Yeah. And Pam claims that this event is recounted in a letter that was to be addressed to Pam from Betsy. And it would be on Betsy's computer. So she tells them all this information and nothing is ever done about that. So they never found the letter? Well, nothing was done about that in this current situation that we're talking about. Okay. This current... I'll put a pin in the letter. Yeah, put a pin in the letter. Okay. (laughs) The way you just pointed at me with the joint in your hand was like Godfather sexy ass shit. You were just like... (laughs) Put a pin in it. Put a pin in it. (laughs) Sorry. Put a pin in it. Put a pin in it. Yeah, crazy town. Okay. So the cops are like, oh, this is definitely our guy, right? Yeah. They collect some evidence, which I will... one person's testimony, you know? Right. So there there was a lot of evidence at the house. Okay. Um, but I'm going to go over that evidence in the trial here in just a moment. Okay. Right now I'm going to let you know Russ was arrested, like, a couple days after Pam's... Pam was... So, like, a couple days after the murder, <clears throat> Russ is arrested, and he cannot afford his bond so he waits in jail for a year and 10 months for his trial in that time uh his family hires the lawyer uh joel schwartz who in the tv show the guy who plays him is fine uh and he's like a star criminal defense attorney this was like his first big case where he was really definitely defending somebody innocent and he really believed in it and it was like this really big thing for him and he seems like a really great guy. Okay. <laughs> so I just did a quick Google. Josh do nope, I'm not even gonna say it. <laughs> let me Don't see, even... let me see. Okay. Is that the actual attorney or is that the guy who played him? That's the guy who played him. I have no idea. I don't know how to say his last name either. It's probably not even hard to say but Do Hamill. Do yeah, do Hamill? He's fine. Yeah. So now I'm going to tell you a little bit about the evidence that was found on the crime scene. Okay. You know what? Tell me about the evidence that was found on the crime scene. I'm going to tell you about the evidence that was found on the crime scene. (laughs) So this is in this section now. I'm basically talking about the state's case against Russell. So this is the evidence that the state used against Russell. Okay. And also the hard evidence that was found on the crime scene, and I will differentiate between the two, but both of those two were used in the case against Russell. Okay. After I tell you about this case against Russell that the state used, I'm going to tell you how his lawyer, Joel, uh, rebuttaled it. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So let's start with, tell me about the evidence at the crime scene. You want me to tell you about the evidence that was found at the crime scene? Yeah, I do want you to tell me about the evidence that was found at the crime scene. I'll tell you about the evidence that was found at the crime scene. Ma'am. At the crime scene. At the crime scene. The evidence that was found is as follows. Evidence. That was found at the crime scene. Fuck. Okay. There was bloody slippers in the master bedroom closet. Did Were they taken as evidence? They were taken as evidence. They were... Considered to be found at the crime scene. Oh no! <laughs> okay, evidence of the crime scene. Okay. Back to the O's that was found at the crime scene. <laughs> so the bloody slippers were the 
some of the evidence that was found at the crime scene. <clears throat> Another piece of evidence that was found at the crime scene was a bloody smear on a light switch in the master bedroom. Okay. And then there was another bloody smear found on a towel drawer. I assume in the master bathroom. Okay. Um, was this a two-story house? A one-story ranch? <laughs> what I do not have the answer to that question. I'm so sorry. I was just trying to I'm imagine. sorry, I didn't look up the blueprints of their house. What kind of real estate are we talking here? What's the acreage on that bad boy? Is that a whole bath or a half? No, it was a master. So, anyway, there, there was also... Drops of blood found going out the back door. Okay. Which makes sense because the family dog had been let outside. Oh, okay. At some point. Okay. During this <clears throat> event. Okay. So that is all the hard evidence that so is found. I'm just gonna go over <laughs> <laughs> Blood smear on the light switch. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you got? Master bathroom. <laughs> Towel drawer. Yep. Droplets on the way out. Yep. I know there's one more. This is a big one. I know what I forgot. <laughs> Slippers. <laughs> My pocket. <laughs> yeah, the bloody slippers. The bloody slippers. The bloody slippers, slippers. correct. The main evidence found at the crime scene. Yes. <laughs> So, <laughs> that concludes the hard evidence that was found at the crime scene. Why did you say it like that? To make you question. <laughs> what was the soft evidence? The soft evidence is what the DA, Leah Atsky, presents. Tell me about Leah Atsky. <laughs> Leah Atsky was the DA at the time, and she's a corrupt person. Yeah? Yeah. I dislike her very strongly. Okay, what'd she do? She totally has tunnel vision on Russ in this case. And she paints Russ as this violent, druggy guy. And, like, says how violent D&D is. Like, all kinds of nonsense. She just sucks. And she buddies up with Pam. So Pam testifies against Russ and it's crazy. They managed to get the daughters, because the daughters were actually his stepdaughters. Uh, so they get the daughters to testify against Russ, and they do testify negatively. And something that's so freaking sad is they never speak again. And one of the daughters, like, is bent up about it, like, regrets it deeply, like, immediately is regretted still it. Alive? They're Yeah, everybody's, everybody's <clears throat> still alive. Um, <clears throat> they talk now? No. Never, never again. They've never spoken. Well, again has never happened. So maybe they Sure, are. maybe, maybe. But, at, uh, but as of now, and that was in 2011. This oh, all went down. Sad. Well, no, this all went down in like 2012, 2013. Yeah. But since then they haven't spoken so oh. far. Which I get because 
they put him in jail. They, anyway, 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 anyway. I'm getting ahead weird, of myself. It's a weird thing. Yeah, yeah. it is okay, a weird thing. I get, I get it. So tell me about the trial. <clears throat> right, so the daughters testify against Russ. Mm-hmm. Uh, Atsky basically claims that Russ found out about the insurance thing, about Pam becoming the beneficiary on the insurance, mm-hmm. and freaks out. And then Atsky... Uh, points at all his game buddies and says that they helped him plan the murder <clears throat> of Betsy. <coughs> Sorry. They helped him plan the murder mm. of Betsy by, like, taking his phone, by going to Arby's, by dropping off the Arby's receipt, all this kind of nonsense. They, Atsky claims that they were complicit in this entire thing. And they're like, whoa. Like, the fact that legally she got away with doing that is bonkers. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely bonkers. Yeah. Joel tries to point that out, but everything is, like, shut... He's always, like, shut down. I'm getting ahead of myself. (laughs) Let me refer to my notes. (laughs) But, like, technically, like... I'm not gonna say it. Keep going. Okay, yeah, let me keep going. Yeah. (laughs) So... Atsuki says he's angry about this life insurance thing. And she also claims that he killed Betsy sans clothing, except for the slippers, quote-unquote. Um, what? Because there was no DNA hmm. evidence and no DNA found on him of Betsy's. And she was violently stabbed. And you're telling me... He managed to get all of that, like, everything off of him before yeah. the police got there. All right. Bonkers. Yeah. So they said he killed her naked. Okay. And all right. so on and so forth. This and had extreme. planned this whole thing. Totally <clears throat> extreme. Totally okay. extreme. All right. So. I'm not picking up what she's putting down. This right. This isn't making a whole lot of sense to right. me. So Pam's testimony in this situation is also all over the place. Um, she claims about her memory loss, about from the head, or from the head injury. Okay. She, at one point, claims it's because of menopause. Like, just outrageous stuff. Joel tries to point this out, but at the beginning of the trial, Atsky, the DA, Mm -hmm. got a motion approved by the judge... Who, by the way, the judge and Asky, like, have known each other since 10th grade. Oh, okay. Small town stuff, remember? Yeah. So. Just a small town girl. Living in a lonely world. <clears throat> anyway. I can't say. <clears throat> anyway, anyway, anyway. Okay. Anyway. Uh, Asky gets a motion approved mm. that Joel Schwartz cannot point to Pam at all as a suspect. <laughs> Because most of his, like, evidence pointed towards Pam rather than away from Russell, necessarily. So. Oh. Right? So that's kind of a weird. Right. He couldn't. It was kind of like taking away all of their defense. Yeah. So Atsuki got a motion to prove that he couldn't point a finger at Pam because she's not on trial. She's not a suspect. Which that was, like, part of his alibi. Right. Yeah. Well, not part of his alibi, but, like, she was the last person to see Betsy alive. Like, it Mm -hmm. made, all of the evidence made sense with her being the one who did it. Yeah. Uh, 
Atsuki got a motion approved that Russ couldn't even, or Joel couldn't even bring up the fact that uh, it was weird that Pam had just become the beneficiary of the insurance. Right. Okay. Also, throughout all of this trial, yeah. Atsuki would not, was like, wouldn't give up their evidence to Joel. And Joel can't, like, get his hands on the evidence by himself. It has to be given to him. Yeah. And the DA is, you know, the prosecution is legally mm. required to... Share. <clears throat> share the evidence with mm. the defense. Mm. Or whatever. I don't know if those are the proper legal terms. But right. you know what I'm saying. Right. They had to, like, fight tooth and nail for the, uh... Oh, also. <laughs> they, you know, they had to fight tooth and nail yeah. for all this, all this evidence. Uh... In this first trial, yeah, um, the uh, Atsuki used the idea of these luminol photos, and I say the idea of these luminol photos because a officer gets on the stand and testifies that they tested Betsy's house with luminol, and there was blood everywhere. But when they took pictures, the camera malfunctioned, and the pictures did not come out. So there's no proof. There was no the, proof that that luminol actually showed that there was blood. Right. Okay. Right. Implying that he would have cleaned it up. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So did the defense say that she was murdered in the house or not in the house? I'm gonna have to come back to that. Okay. Because I'm not entirely sure. I just know there was all that craziness, craziness with the luminol photos because that comes in later on in a different trial. A different trial. Uh, a different trial, which we'll get there. Wait, hold on. Hold on. I can't find one. It's fine. It's okay. Okay. So, yeah, the, it comes back in a different <clears throat> trial. We'll get to that. Okay. I'm going to come back to that because I don't remember. And then... I know. I got to leave you hanging on that one. Okay. That's my bad. But there was the craziest with the luminol photos at yeah. some point because that officer, like, gets kind of caught in yeah. lying on the stand, essentially. Yeah. Maybe it was... Anyway, anyway. We'll, we'll come back to that. Okay. <laughs> we'll come back to that. Oh, yeah. So, she Atsuki gets all these motions passed. So, mm-hmm. you know, one by one, his kind of defense is being stripped away. There's all yeah. this stuff with the evidence. It's just a very frustrating trial. Joel is like, what the heck is going on here? Like, yeah. this lady is clearly involved somehow. Why is nobody seeing it? There's proof... Li- oh, also, Pam, it, you know, said that Betsy gave her this money to make sure the girls would be okay. Okay, so she had to talk about the fact that she had the money. Right. So it took her forever to set up that trust for the girls. And there's a recording of one of the officers, like a week before the trial, saying to Pam, hey, it's going to look a lot better for you if you set this trust up now. Or set this trust up before the trial. Yeah. So the fact that... And he was... It was like the lead detective on the case. Oh my god. So totally ridiculous. And there's also, I think, some kind of record of ASCII saying to Pam, like, we're gonna get him for what he's done to you guys or something. Like, just was so buddy-buddy with everybody. Like, Pam was so buddy-buddy with the prosecution. It was just totally nuts. This is very interesting. Yeah. Okay. Corruption. It's just yeah. crazy that Atsuki clapped, yeah. like latched on to Pam for some reason. So, yes. <laughs> so that's kind of the state's case against Russ. 
I encourage you to go watch that show because Pam's testimony is bonkers. So Joel points out a couple different things that are pretty big holes in the uh, state's case. One is, obviously, he's got an airtight alibi. Russ has an airtight alibi. And his phone records also align with his alibi. So... That's pretty solid. Yeah, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense, right? That does end up kind of working against him later on, and I'll tell you why when I tell you the verdict. Okay. Even though you probably already know what the verdict is, but anyway. Joel also points out that the slippers had no blood on the bottom of the shoe. It was on top. It looks like the slippers had been dipped in blood rather than worn throughout a murder. Okay. And then walked around. And there were no prints of blood. There okay. was no, like, track, like, blood being tracked around. Okay. That's really weird. No test. And where were the slippers found again? The, the slippers were found, like, thrown into the closet. Okay. In their bedroom. Oh, okay. And then Joel, just to the judge, I don't know how much of this, some of this was in front of the jury, some of it was just the judge, mm-hmm. points out about the no test against, you know, Pam wasn't looked at at all. He points out how ridiculous the polygraph test was. Yeah. He points out the, like, bias in the case. He points out the camera evidence problems and that he hasn't been able to get a hold of evidence. But basically, it was just one blow after another. Yeah. To Joel's plans for this case and how he was going to argue it and how he's going to present it. Because she kept it. getting motions to get that thrown right. out. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Finally, after four hours of deliberation, the jury gives the verdict that Russell is guilty on all counts. And most of them say it was because his alibi was so... There were so many stops in his alibi that it was like, why did he stop that many times? It looked like he was trying to create an alibi. And I know we were talking about that each time we talked about each stop. Right. Because I totally get his stops. Right. And some people do that. Right. Like... Not to call my dad out again. He <laughs> has to go to CVS every day and then go to Indiana to a very specific spot <laughs> to get his cigarettes, then to a very specific store in Indiana to get certain groceries mm-hmm. at, to a very different store to get different groceries at. And he will go that to the grocery store. So, my father in law is the same. Way. And I think that's like, to me, if they don't have it, I will get like an alternative. It's not a big deal. Right. Or, like, if I have to spend a few more dollars at this one place to prevent me from stopping at another place, I will absolutely get it. But, like, and he loves it. He used to go to the grocery store every day. Wow. Yeah. Cannot imagine. Yeah, me either. I go to the grocery store as little as possible, and I don't even go in. I order my groceries, and I go pick them up. (laughs) See, I do a half a step better. I order my groceries for pickup, but I go in and pick them up. Half a step. Yeah, I go pick mine up. Inside? Oh, no. Okay. What? Like, I go inside to pick them up and oh, no. run to my car. I have them bring... They, I don't even think I have, they have that option at the grocery store I go to. Okay. Anyways, so... So he was sentenced to life in prison. Oh, my God. Yeah, and I'm going to leave Is you on that. Is he still there? No. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. What do you mean he's not in prison anymore? I'll tell you why he's not in prison anymore. Little, little bit. That's that's me. That's me giving you a little nugget of hope, because if you thought all that was kind of bleak and 
sad and crazy, the rest of the story gets crazier and in parts sadder, in parts sadder, and it's insane, and that's just a little nugget of hope to carry you through, because it's gonna get worse, so I'm buckle up. I'm taking that nugget, but I think I'm done for the day. Oh, I girl! I gotta tap out with my nugget! <laughs> well, do, do you want to give a quick little riff review, since you're feeling it right now? <laughs> Read for review. Review. <laughs> I uh, bro. <laughs> it's also late. It's also really late. It's really I had late. two empty dues each. Yeah, we did. <laughs> I have to give this a five out of five because I haven't stopped laughing for the yeah, last half an good, hour. This is a good one. I couldn't tell you what flavors we smoked could, with these. Absolutely could not tell you. They tasted good. However, just so we are, this is the popcorns. Uh, that look like Pop-Tarts. I feel like I pinched the little berry thingy in it, whatever you want to call it. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, don't call it a berry. Okay, I pinched. <laughs> I don't like that for some reason. <laughs> I pinched the pearl. <laughs> that's what I said earlier. Shut the hell up. Is that what you said earlier? Oh, my God. That's even worse. Oh, dear. I How pinched a little crystal that? in here. There we go. Um, The flavor packet. As... <laughs> As I packed it, and I feel like that makes the flavor go, like when you smoke it, like right. It's, if so, you, release the juices first <laughs> by pinching the pearl. Oh no, you can't say those things in tandem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyways, <sighs> I'm five out of five, 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 five out of five. Per, also, I think five out of five puffs. But remember, it's still only. Puff 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 pass. Pass. <laughs> All right, gang. We will come at you next week with Pam Two. Pam Two. Extra shower, Pam. Extra shower, Pam. Pam, we'll, we'll come at you with some Pam spam next too, week. Too Pam, too furious. <laughs> too fast, too Pam. <laughs> Stay dangerous. <laughs>